Good morning. You are listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Jill Lowry, and I am so happy to be with you today. I'm so excited to share with you our special guest and what she will be talking about when we continue our series of New Life in Christ and how we can be raised to new life as we seek God daily, as we seek how to be obedient to Him, and and we live in Christ. And I'm really excited to share her story as she shares her story. And first of all, I just want you to know that um, God hears you, and He loves you so much. And He wants you to know that if you will just seek Him, He will speak to you and tell you some great and hidden things that you do not know. And so... Don't be afraid to just speak to him. And and the best way to do that is through prayer. And so as I interview Jean, she's going to talk about how prayer has been an important part of her ministry and how mentors have come in her life to help her through this journey, this faith journey that we all have with Christ. And so I'm so excited to introduce her. But before I do, I always want to invite you to sit back and relax and grab your favorite cup of coffee and grab hold of your Bibles. And most importantly, grab hold of Jesus and he will bring the Bible to life for you. Let me lead us in a word of prayer and we'll get started. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for today. For today is just a glorious day. And we give you all the praise and glory for what you're doing in our lives. And Lord, as we talk about how we can have new life in Christ, let us center our focus on you and what you're doing and how we can grow closer to you and how you love us so much. And you give, you pour grace over us, grace upon grace. And we thank you for that. So, Lord, just help us to be obedient to what you've called each of us to do and help us to do it. Help us to not forget what you have done for us in the past and to not stop what you want us to do, but to just keep going. When you say yes, help us to join you in that work. We praise you and we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, as I was thinking about who I could interview today... I thought of a friend of mine. I've known her quite a while and know that she is very involved in the church and ministry and prayer. And she also is an author and she has a growing ministry of writing. She writes to all sorts of people, all sorts of genres, and she's just so excited, especially about being a Christian and her faith. So I'm happy to introduce Jean Pamplin to you. How are you doing, Jean? Great, and I appreciate you having me on. Of course. Jill, uh, for sure. And I have asked the Lord to voice words that He would voice, not necessarily my own. Amen. Amen. When we do these interviews, we pray ahead of time, mm-hmm. and we do. We give God the glory, and we ask Him to put those words in our mouth of exactly what He wants us to share. So let's start with your background. Did you grow up in the church, and has being a Christian been a part of your daily life since you can remember or is it kind of new as you church has been a part of life I grew up in the Midwest and um, the Catholic ratio in the Midwest is about the same as the Baptist ratio here in the South so a little bit different growing up but um, definitely believed in church but I believe that when we moved to Texas my husband went to work for uh, the 
Texas East or Texas Utilities at that time. And uh, so anyway, moving to Texas was a great thing for us. It's more open. Even when we got here, the blue law was still on, which was an amazing thing to me from the Midwest because that had long been gone. Mm -hmm. Where you couldn't mm -hmm. be open on Sundays. Uh I remember that when I was a little girl. It's been a while, but yeah. And you think God wanted us to rest on Sundays? Yes, (laughs) on the Sabbath. Yes. And the Sunday can be uh, your Sabbath or the Saturday can Mm -hmm. be your Sabbath. Mm But having that day of rest. Mm -hmm. Yes, he certainly did intend for us to have a day of rest. But it's more than just a day of rest. Mm -hmm. It's a day of communication with him. Mm Amen. And so if uh, you can sit back and be comforted in him, that's your rest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And you have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. You would say. And And in fact, um, I will tell you that when I got to Texas... It was a little tiresome to hear, are you born again? Are mm-hmm. you born again? <laughs> but I can honestly say, after the fact, being born again, you can put a little bit more definition to those particular words. And being born again is basically realizing that you are such a special creation through Christ. I mean, um, everything. a lot of things are about seed time and harvest. And we are a seed. Now, you know, we're having a lot of conflict with pro-life. Life is so important. But every seed comes mm-hmm. from the Lord God. He breathed into Adam. He breathed the Holy Spirit into Adam that we still experience today. So our package, our seed package, when he sent us off, gave a harvest. And uh, what kind of fruit we were to bear or anything like that. But we didn't see that. We were planted Sometimes we're planted in bad ground. Sometimes we're planted in good ground. You know, it it varies. But always God has the harvest in mind, and he tries Mm -hmm. to help us. And that's where that ask, seek, knock uh, scripture became very important to me. I have um, a curious nature. Mm -hmm. I like to understand the whys and why fors. And so ask, seek, knock became a real mantra for me. I could ask and it didn't even have to be a Christian who answered my questions. It might be a book, it might be an, even an atheist, someone who didn't believe. But somehow or another, God would answer those questions eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, the ask, seek, knock, what you're referring to is if for someone who might be thinking, well, what does that mean? Um, there's a scripture in yes. Matthew 7, 7, and it's ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks it will be opened. And interestingly, when I was thinking about what scripture would I want to talk to you about, we had not even talked about this, but clearly the Lord showed me, ask, seek, knock. I have it written right here. And so I didn't know that that was something that's kind of been your theme or, or what you yes. um, have felt important to use the ask, seek, knock. And so you would say, ask, ask the Lord, talk yes. to him. Yes. And how do you do that through prayer? Would that be the way you, you ask? You just ask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, he says he was a friend to Abraham, but he is a friend to us all. Mm-hmm. And um, if your relationship is good with the Lord, 
you can speak to him like a friend, a right. family member, or right. anybody else. So and, prayer is a communication, yes. like you would be speaking with a friend. And you it just is. say, Lord, I need this, or Lord, help me with this, or Lord, what do I do here? Yes, and in some cases, what we need isn't really what we need. Right. And then he'll give you revelation, possibly, as to why you don't need it. Right. And I remember reading a story one time that... Uh, a young child wanted a bicycle, didn't get it, you know, that type of a prayer request. But unbeknown to that time, the bicycle would have been his death because he would have accidentally ridden it out in the street. And I thought, we do not know our tomorrows. Right. The Lord doesn't have a time. Uh, he, he, he's not dedicated to time <laughs> like we are. So, I mean, he knows the future, and he will be kind to you. And sometimes mm-hmm. when you don't get what you want, it's because there's a reason for right. it. Right. There may be something better for you, or he knows or the he will picture. explain it. He will explain it. So you don't stop in the asking, because it goes on to say, seek, and you will find. And so the seeking yes. is, is very important as you seek God daily. Mm-hmm. That's where you find Christ, as you seek him by prayer by reading your reading the bible by asking him by just spending time you know thinking about god putting him first loving him first what are some ways you seek god daily because i know you do yes just constant talking i uh in my mind you can talk in your mind constantly it seems like and always there is revelation coming um but when you're speaking in your mind how do you know jean if it's from the Lord. Because a lot of people, you know, they, they might hear some things and they're like, okay, is that the Lord? What is, how is the way you know that it's God speaking to you or the whole, through the Holy Spirit? You know, uh, that's, a, that's a really good question because I have never had some of the experiences some people have where it's a vocal voice or anything like that. I just know that it's a comforting voice. Mm-hmm. And um, if I question him about different things, he will either let me see something or explain it. Like uh, I was concerned a, a young man wanted to do some mission work and I was praying about it. And I thought, well, Lord, you know, he's not qualified. He doesn't have the language, so on and so forth. And it, it wasn't a physical voice or anything like that. But the words were, I can conquer the world with a tree stump. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that's interesting. And so I had to think, and that's where the right. seek, 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 and, and knock, and think, okay, why would he say that? Well, a tree stump still is rooted, isn't it? It's not a broken trunk of a tree. It's rooted still. So if someone is rooted in Christ, he can definitely use them, tree stump Amen. or not. Amen. So that's what good. difference did it make whether the young man knew the language or not right. if he was being used of the Lord? Oh, wow. So you may not hear an audible voice, but it's just kind of in your spirit, in your mind. You, you, it's something yes. that comes to your mind. and It, it comes to the mind, and, and then I question that because ask, seek, knock. I questioned that. Did I hear it right? Did I uh, help me to understand what you're trying to tell mm-hmm. me? And Which that's where the that. knocking comes in. Yes. Because then you, when you're knocking on a door, you don't just do it once. You go yes. knock, 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 and you keep asking. You mm-hmm. keep seeking, and he will reveal it to you. One of the things, Jill, that I've noticed in my own life is that we're almost afraid to speak to the Lord, to ask Him for this or that. 
And um, because we don't understand our worth and how mm-hmm. much the Lord loves us. Good point. Mm-hmm. You know, we let our, it's like Adam and Eve hid themselves when he come in the garden after they'd imbibed on the tree of uh, good and evil because their eyes were open to the fact that we live in a sinful world and we are sinful. So we automatically stay away from the most righteous aura, if right. you want to say it, of the Lord. But what we have to understand is His love is so tremendous and so great that it doesn't matter if you have a pimple on the end of your nose. He'll take that and make it beautiful. Mm -hmm. He'll take everything that is you, and if you'll let Him, He'll explain why He did it and why He allowed you this, because there are things that are going to help nurture you to your harvest, mm-hmm. whatever that harvest may be. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just listening to a sermon about Adam and Eve and in the garden. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting that you brought that up. And, you know, God knew where they were. They were trying to hide, mm-hmm. but He knew where they were, and He came after them, and He said, where are you? He loved them, even though they made that mistake. He was re- coming after and them, he and he us. will come after us. It's up to us mm-hmm. whether we are going to receive. Our choices more. are so important, we don't realize. But we have to also understand, I think, and I didn't understand it for a long time, I was my own worst enemy for much of my younger life. But we have to understand uh, we are not enemies of each other or ourselves. But it is truly a battle of good and evil. And Satan does not like God's family. God loves his family. And we are here actually taking Satan's place with worship. And uh, and I don't mean necessarily just the singing of worship hymns. I'm telling you, your whole life mm-hmm. is worship. Oh, amen. Every, everything mm-hmm. about it is a worship for him mm-hmm. and uh, we're all called to different things we're not all called to the church we may be called to the arts or to the the government or every place God needs people everywhere mm-hmm. and so sometimes people hold back because they think God has a determined thing for them to do that they wouldn't like that's never God God is always wanting to nurture you mm-hmm. who you are right wherever you are wherever and you are because when you're in Christ he's with you wherever you exactly. go exactly now i want to talk a little bit about your uh, prayer ministry and you and i both really love to pray for revival mm-hmm. and you know we have seen revival in this community and and beyond so i know that you and a group of people yes. started praying in our square years ago probably you said 20 years ago and then i think y'all were praying on mondays and then the group that i mm-hmm. am with we started praying about seven years ago oh eight years now on the square and we've actually you know moved around different places in the courthouse you know different businesses in the church but what's important is we're coming together to pray that's right communication yes and it's so, unity 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 and so what have you seen through this prayer time that you've had with your group you know, um, we want immediate results in this day and time. It's almost as if you want everything to be a fast food answer for everything, right. whether it's healing right. or whether it's something else. But I want you to know that uh, what I've determined is the Lord doesn't lie. We, we know that scripturally. His words are living. His words created. And we have the same power that we don't understand it. We're like the elephant who's been hooked to a chain so long that 
even when he stops, he thinks he's hooked to that chain. So we have to really get close to the Lord and venture out. He, mm-hmm. he didn't intend for us to be uh, hiding in the closets all the time. Mm-hmm. He has a people that he wants you to come visit. Mm-hmm. He has a people he wants you to bring the good report to. Right. And the praise reports. And when you get together, report. you gather, well, this is what God did. And, you know, and he answered this prayer and he answered this other prayer this way. But the main thing is that you are praying and you're seeking him and, and, he loves it when his people pray, and the worship exists there. As you're praying, you're worshiping. That's right. You're exalting God. That's right, and that's what keeps order. I know this is an interesting thing, but sound actually, as we grow in our knowledge, sound is very important holding the body molecules mm-hmm. together. So sound is very important, and sound can uh, just cause chaos or it can cause peace. And um, I, w- I wanted to read this scripture. I didn't want to forget it. Okay. But uh, in all thy ways acknowledge God, and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment, morrow to your bones. That's Proverbs 3, 6 through 8. But, you know, up until these days, we did not know that bone marrow is extremely important to the immune system. Mm. But yet, thousands of years ago, when this was written in the Bible, the Lord did. And so he's allowed it now. So when you go through scriptures again and you think you've learned something else today in the scripture you've read over and over and over, it is because the Lord knows that you need to know that today. Right. Read that again. That it part. is Proverbs 3, 6 through 8. Acknowledge God. He shall direct your paths. Don't be wise in your own eyes, thinking you know it all, basically. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment, in parentheses, marrow, to your bones. And that's Proverbs oh. 3, 6 through 8. But the bone marrow, again, is where uh, is important to the immune system because all the body's blood cells originate in the bone marrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Um, our physical body is our soul covering, and it is constantly being buffeted by this world of sin and thistles and thorns. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we have to protect it the best we can. By acknowledging God. By acknowledging trying God. Trying not to be wise in our own eyes and yes. departing from evil. It's yes. directly in there in the Proverbs it of is. what we can do, and then healing will occur. So it might be what you... What the scripture is saying is that we are not acknowledging God. We're trying to live on our own. And that's true in Deuteronomy 28. If you look at Deuteronomy 28, the first 13 verses are all about, blessed you are coming in, going out, etc., etc. But then there's uh, into the 40 verses that will tell you the curses that come upon you as a result of leaving off your relationship with the Lord. And we don't want to do that at all. So how important it is to have that relationship, that communication with the Lord on a daily basis. That is true. And then when my husband did get uh, sick... Yeah, let's talk about your husband, Ed. One of the things that happened, uh, Mm -hmm. Jill, was... uh, First of all, he started turning yellow. Well... uh, when you're around somebody all the time, you don't pay as much attention, and everybody kept saying, you've got to go to the doctor, you've got to go to the doctor. He was actually had a yellow Yes, tattoo. yes, okay. he was actually mellow yellow anyway. And so on Sunday, I said, well, we can go to church and pray about it, or I can take you to the emergency room, or we can go to the emergency room tomorrow. 
So he said, no, I want to go to church. And there is a uh, scripture, James 5.13, and basically, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith shall save, heal the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. That's a pretty interesting scripture, and it's pretty cut and dry that the Lord will heal you. He'll even forgive your sins. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not as if you have to deserve healing. When when uh, Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law, he didn't lift her up and say, you shouldn't have been out in the weather or you wouldn't have had this cold. You, right. you know, He did not <laughs> discipline anybody. Uh, for the sake of their uh, sickness, but he just healed them, mm-hmm. in, including in uh, when the blind man, and they asked Jesus, was it because the man's parents sinned, sinned or mm-hmm. he sinned that he was blind like this? And the Lord says, no, for the glory of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so uh, in this particular case, when we did that, and we did this so in our little... So you went to the church. And we mm-hmm. did do this, and the elders were sweet, we had olive oil. It was even olive oil from Israel. Oh, wow. And um, they prayed and heartfelt prayers. It wasn't oh. something that they do constantly or anything uh-huh. like that, but it was heartfelt prayers. So then we went ahead the next day to the emergency room, and through a process, um, we learned that his, uh, because of a tumor, the bile from his liver was blocked, and that's why he was turning yellow. And that's probably a blessing because that's why we. That's why you out. went to the doctor, right? And um, so he was in the hospital uh, first of all to uh, put in a stent so that the liver would drain. Then he went in, and it was an eight-hour surgery, so it's it was to take out that tumor that was Where there at was the entry it? to the pancreas. Okay. So it's a, it was a serious thing. It was eight hours, but. I wanted to go to that hospital and to say to the doctors, look, he's already healed. I wanted that instant miracle, that instant fast food miracle. And it wasn't there. So obviously we there was more prayers there was more anointings there was mm-hmm. beautiful prayers from church families and friends and throughout the community which indeed made a big difference i can tell you honestly that step by step things were taken care of and uh dr ismail his name means god has heard of course with hagar and ishmael that's exactly god has heard them and he he took care of that problem well he heard and so the doctor's name was this yes so Uh god has heard and then Uh one of the the main nurse that was taking care of him in uh intensive care his name was samuel which god hears yes yes and uh so it wasn't as if in my questioning heart why wasn't ed healed immediately like snap crackle pop it was look i heard you and you know let's do this there are different ways to do things don't ask me why it was this way or that way and it's not for me to question god Mm -hmm. but it is to believe and have faith right that he will use everything to the best of his ability was it because our faith wasn't up to par maybe was it because uh uh, it could have been anything Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh that wasn't for us to know but we do know that god's word is truth that's and right. If we deny this scripture that I just read to you, we're calling 
God, Jesus, Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, a liar. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to be doing that because, of course, God does pay attention. He does hear everything. And let God be magnified, uh, for he takes pleasure in prospering Mm -hmm. us. And so I have to tell you, Jill, just as an ad note to that, Ed has recently, I heard Glenda Jackson say one time, and, and she was into a lot of different things. She says, when anybody's healed, they are always hungry. Well, the last few days, Ed has been hungry. I guess if something was on, you know, moved fast enough, it'd get away from him. But right. otherwise, he's just eating and So he is healed then. He and he is healed. The, the, they got all the tumor, tumor. out. Was, and, so no cancer had spread. No. And uh, so the Lord is good. But the one thing I do want you to know is that we have a responsibility towards our physical bodies. Right. And um, I worked with Dr. John Ellis on vitamin B6 therapy. And then there are other doctors as a result of that that have been in my life that I've worked with or different things. And um, I have come to understand that our body needs to be taken proper care of. We take care of our animals, our dogs and things, make sure they have the right vitamins and this and that, but how often do we really make sure we have the mm-hmm. right Good point. things? Good point. And, and uh, so that's something I haven't always done in my life, and as you get older, you realize you should have. Yeah, yeah but it's never too late. That's, you can it's never do too it late. now. So if anyone's listening and is like, you know, I, I, maybe I need to really work on my health. It is The true. physical health, the temple, the but body. But you have that, to be careful. In this day and age, we have so many chemically induced problems. I went to a chemical poisoning workshop with Dr. Ellis once, and I'll, I'll just give you this for you to think about something to seek the Lord about maybe in your own problems. But this one doctor said the three worst things you could have in your house is styrofoam, plastics, and cheap ice cream. Well, at the time, I understood the styrofoam Mm -hmm. deal because you can see the film if you put hot anything in styrofoam. You can understand the plastic because of heat will kind of disperse some of that plastic chemical into your drink or whatever. But I didn't get the cheap ice cream, and I was a little bit leery of asking and showing my stupidity. But I found out later that they actually do use plastic pellets as a filler in cheap ice cream, and they use it in a lot of food products these days. So it's important that you... uh, Just know what you're eating. Know what (laughs) you're eating. And the other thing that we learned with this, uh, when we we had drainage from the operation, and the interesting thing was, uh, I would empty those little pockets that drew uh, the liquid out of where he'd had the operation. And we stopped on the way home from the doctor one day, and he had fast food. It was um, uh, at a convenience store, but they use uh, the cheapest oils and things. The soybean oil is so toxic for us. It messes with hormones. It is. Soybeans, if they're fermented, are healthy, but not mm-hmm. soybean oil, and it's in everything. But anyway, the difference between the clearness of the liquid that came out of the organ and the milky substance that came out as a result of the fast food was amazing and oh, almost wow. immediate. So you got to really see that. You got to see oh, it, and, and it was very interesting. Eyes. Okay. Yes, and... Um, well, so, thank you for sharing that. I uh, yeah, no actually, and I told the doctor that, and he said, yes, it would be immediate. And he said, uh, he said, but I'm going to leave these in just in case you decide to experiment anymore because I want to make sure that everything's okay. Yes. Because I thought, well, I could test this out. I could feed Ed 
fried food and, <laughs> and, and then see what happens. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and, uh, but from that, we could tell that fast food is not necessarily the proper path for you to take. Right, right. You really, so, really need to consider what you're doing. And the chemicals in our water are not good. Yeah. If it's a, a side for you, fluoride was used by Hitler uh, to subdue the prison camps. And so even fluoride in your water is toxic. But I could go on and on about all that because I could get on a soapbox. But, but, the let, thing, uh, but let's, before you finish, I just want to say, th- the same way we need to take care of our physical bodies, we need to take care of our spiritual bodies. Exactly, and because you can't we, separate the two. Right, right. And You so, cannot separate the two. Without your physical body, your soul body has no place to rest. Yes, yes. And you well, want it to be in God's... Well, in our couple minutes left that we have, you know, these interviews go by so fast, and I wish that we had more time, but um, it is important for healing. You have told me you've had several mentors in your life that have have made an impact on you. We don't have time to go into all, I mean, you could just tell stories and stories, but what is one thing that one of your mentors said to you, actually wrote to you, that that you could share with us and read to to us? Let's end with that. Okay. Um, Brother Forrest Gibbs, he was a Choctaw, but he was a minister and a preacher. But the their house, interesting thing, we were visiting one them, them one time, and the doorbell rang, and nobody got up. And I thought, what what's the deal? And Miss Gibbs says, oh, that's one of the angels coming in to rest. So just that's an example of the kind of people Brother and Miss Gibbs were. But anyway, he had written to me one day, and I think this is a revelation that we all need to think about because it rev- was a revelation from God for him, but also a revelation to all of us. The key to our strength and power, he said, either to succeed or fail, is based upon who the Lord says we are or who he has designed and destined us to be. It's not about who people say we are or even who we think we are. It's all about who God says we are and who we, he says we are to be. You know that the Lord has blessed me to read the heart of those I meet. This is Brother Gibbs speaking to me. And I have found out that there is a seed of greatness locked up in every living individual, no matter where they are stationed in life, even to being a sinner or a saint. And this is Reverend Forrest Gibbs. And I want everybody to understand there is a seed of greatness inside each one of us, no matter who they are Mm. or where they are stationed in life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the greatest wisdom. Mm. Well, I've had many, many mentors with great wisdom, but this is one one of the Mm -hmm. greatest also. So we all have a seed of greatness. We all have a seed of greatness. Yes. From God. And, and mm-hmm. Satan will keep us from, uh, from uh, bearing fruit in that greatness. But if you will allow God, who gave you the choice, right, to choose him, then you have that communication with him. And he will not leave you. Amen. Amen. And he will not. And so, well spoken. What a great mentor yes, you, you had. Yes. I know he's passed away now, but you still cling to those words and you remember mm-hmm. what he said. Well, Jean, I thank you for coming in today, and you had so much to share, and we appreciate it so much, and and I just thank you and um, would love for you to close us with prayer. Thank Father, you. we do come before you. We thank you for the blessings that you've endowed upon us that we can't even see or, or even fathom. We know, Father, that we are to pray for the peace of Jerusalem 
And we do that today and every day, but we also pray for the peace of the world, Father, for we understand that we have been lax in our attention to duty. We are stewards of this world. You've given us dominion. You've given us dominion over our own lives, and we have been lax in taking care of that. So, Father, talk to our hearts. Talk to the people who are listening. Touch them with your great love and your generous mercy. For great is the word of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And by your stripes, Lord God, we are healed. There has never been a greater need than now to understand that by your blood, we are lifted up and redeemed from the sin that was given over to Satan in the garden. We are redeemed, and by your grace, Father, we wait on you and thank you for being present in our very, very lives and every moment of every day. In Jesus Christ's most holy name, amen and amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2023. All rights reserved. Real life, real people, making conversations sing.